This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, December 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. H-2A wages rise soon. New hope for grape growers. And USMCA set for a big house send-off. Before we begin, here's an editor's note. Because of the holidays, Daybreak West will not be presented for the weeks of December 23rd and December 30th. Daybreak West will be back on January 6th. H-2A wages set to rise in 2020. Higher wage rates for H-2A workers are set to take effect January 2nd. The Labor Department is publishing the new rates in the Federal Register today. The rates are set to rise by an average of 6%, but rates in some states will be as much as 9-10% to higher. Mechanizing wine grape production cuts costs by 17%. Four new studies show that fully implemented mechanization of wine grape vineyards reduces costs by $500 an acre. UC Agricultural Issues Center released the studies yesterday. With farming labor becoming more scarce and expensive, growers will opt to transition into more mechanization, said George Zhang, UC Cooperative Extension Viticulture Advisor in Fresno County. Other UC studies have shown mechanization also improves grape and wine quality. The cost for labor, materials, equipment, and services were based on October figures for the studies. The state's rising minimum wage and ag overtime law, along with the new H-2A rate, may expedite the transition for many vineyards. And on that note, UC Davis has released five new wine grape varieties with resistance to Pierce disease. Spread by the glassy-winged sharpshooter, the disease threatened to destroy California's wine industry in the 1990s. UC Davis research into grape stocks helped to stall the infestation. Still, Pierce disease costs the sector more than $100 million a year. New trade director for fresh fruit escapes PG&E. Carol Stringer will be coordinating trade efforts starting next month for the California Fresh Fruit Association. Stringer has in the past covered global and regulatory affairs for the Almond Board. Most recently, however, she was at the tip of the spear for PG&E, serving in public affairs for the downtrodden utility company. Advisors needed for studying wildfire costs for agriculture. The California Council on Science and Technology is taking nominations for experts who can help with a comprehensive study on the cost of the state's wildfires. The study will cover losses ranging from human lives to structures and firefighting efforts. Direct losses to agriculture and natural resources will also be included. One of the billion-dollar expenses for preventing wildfires is vegetation management, which includes grazing and herbicide use. The deadline is Friday. USMCA to provide bipartisan crown on 2019. Fresh off last night's historic impeachment votes, the House is set today to approve the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement by a landslide margin. If Democrats needed any encouragement to vote for the USMCA implementing bill, the AFL-CIO sent out a legislative alert yesterday urging them to vote for the pact. Senate consideration will have to wait until January, but Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley says he hopes the panel can vote on the USMCA implementing bill before the Senate impeachment trial is finished. But floor action won't come until after that trial is over. Grassley told reporters yesterday, I want to get it done fast. By the way, 
While in Michigan yesterday, Vice President Mike Pence sought to ensure that Trump gets the credit for updating NAFTA, even if Democrats are now supporting USMCA. The vice president said, make no mistake, Michigan, President Trump got this done. USDA allows more input on hemp rule. U.S. Department of Agriculture is extending till January 29th the public comment period on its new regulations for hemp production. The interim final rule took effect on October 31st, and the original deadline for comments was December 30th. Among other things, the rule imposes testing requirements for THC, the psychoactive compound found in higher amounts in marijuana. Roundup lawyer charged with attempted extortion. A Virginia lawyer facing charges of extortion and conspiracy for allegedly trying to shake down Monsanto and Bayer for $200 million had legal problems before the Justice Department announced his arrest this week. Timothy Litzberg was sued by his former law firm for allegedly trying to steal clients before he set up his own law firm late last year. Litzenberg and the Miller firm reached a confidential settlement. As a lawyer at Miller, Litzenberg was on the trial team for the first major Roundup cancer trial, which resulted in $289 million in verdict for a school groundskeeper, Dwayne Johnson. The verdict was reduced to $78 million and is on appeal. Litzenberg could not be reached for comment. Farmers face Friday deadlines. Friday is the deadline for farmers to sign up for the 2019 Market Facilitation Program and dairy margin coverage. So far, about 600,000 producers have signed up for MFP, according to Bill Northey of the USDA. As of December 9th, payments to farmers have topped $10.47 billion. Some $8.6 billion went to 560,000 producers under the 2018 version of MFP, which is supposed to compensate farmers harmed by President Trump's trade wars. The 2020 sign-up for DMC continues to be sluggish despite an extension of the deadline. As of Monday, 10,840 dairy producers had enrolled out of 37,500 farms nationwide. More than 23,000 enrolled for 2019. Here's today's They Said It. Countless children are being routinely exposed to an unnecessary risk while the nation waits for someone, anyone, to take a stronger stand. That the New York Times editorial board arguing for the country to follow California's lead in banning the insecticide cord Pyrifos. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, December 19th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.